welcome to Ben Frank Now. I'm your host, Frank Smith, with my co-host, Amelia Smith. And we are here doing a test run and looking forward to bringing you our first podcast of Ben Frank Now. With this podcast, a lot of people probably want to know, why is Frank Smith running a podcast? You know, um, when I told my wife I was wanting to do a podcast, I think she kind of laughed at me. Hysterically. I yeah. laughed hysterically. But I felt like, being on Facebook, I make a lot of posts. You know, at first I start off, you know, just jokingly with memes and laughing and just, you know, joking around and reading stuff. But just in the light of current events, I don't know, just I felt like it was a time to... um Speak. It's time to talk about events that has happened in this world that has happened in both a million I life since we've been married. Um, and plus, we sit around the house and talk, you know, every day about issues, social issues, our upbringing, and how things were in life. Um, a million I've been married for how many years? Three, four years? Four years. Four years. And we have one beautiful chubby biracial baby what's her name again i forget <laughs> that's our baby bella <laughs> she runs the show um man we just that that's our that's our child like i don't know it's like good good cop bad cop around here you know mama's bad cop i'm good cop and she gets mad because i let her watch tv all the time and i'm always arguing let her know hey it's educational but She's not hearing it. I think PBS is educational. You know, I mean, we watch Daniel Tiger. It is educational, but she does not need to watch TV. Beside the point. Well, she like she likes Sesame Street. So don't care. Continue on. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about Bella Boo all day. That's my sweetheart right there. That's my heartbeat. But we'll talk more about her in the coming episodes. And hell, probably talk more about her more than you guys want to hear. But no, um, the reason why we started this podcast on a serious note, um, Millie and I, we have experienced a lot of, um, I feel, racial tension since we've been married for the past four years. Um, we come from two different worlds. We're both Midwest kids, grew up Midwest. I'm from Indiana, a small town called Turho, Indiana. She is from? Friend, Nebraska. Friend, Nebraska. You heard it correctly. Friend, Nebraska. The home of the world's smallest police station. We're on the map. Yeah. One cop. <laughs> Do you have a jail there? We used to. They got rid of it. We'd like to... J- uh, okay. I told you. World's smallest police station. Yeah, that's ridiculous. How many black people live in that town? There's no black people. Well, there are now. There weren't when I went, grew up there. Oh, my goodness gracious. I, I mean... We'll dig more into that. Um, <laughs> like I said, I mean, as you can tell, we're starting our rant. We're like literally from opposite sides of the world. But the funny thing, we both have our Midwest values and we understand that, you know I mean? She's my best friend. She really is. You know, we sit back and talk and laugh. But more importantly, we talk about real issues that we have dealt with um, while being together, while not being together. So um, it's just like having living room talk or bedroom talk you know pillow talk just talking about life you know um 
and it's good to have that because you want what's best for your family, but at the same time, it's still good to get to learn each other. I mean, hell, like I said, we've been married for four years. I still think we're still learning each other each and every day, aren't we? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, so, so yeah, we just want um, we want to reach out to our audience, our crowd. This is for you, you know. I have no. I'm not trying to make anything from this, you know. I just want to make a platform for people to talk. You know, go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing we want to do is, you know, you and I talk about it a lot where we come from completely different worlds. And we do definitely have the same values or else we wouldn't be married. But I think um, coming from the two different worlds and two different views, um, not only black and white, but just small town and bigger small town and just different life experiences and different walks of life and I think one of the things that we want to bring is our ability to have differences, but still come together and exactly. be able to talk about those differences without being judgmental or stereotyping and kind of just helping people see kind of what that looks like. Um, but also hearing other people's opinions about things. I mean, it's definitely, we want to have an open dialogue. Yeah. Um, it's not us just putting our opinions out there and exactly. people can take them or leave them. It's truly having that conversation about how do we get better how do we get better as humans? Um, and how do we just get better at, even though we don't like it, somebody respecting them? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think we're starting to see that in our world and, you and think so? a little bit, I think we're getting there a little bit. Um, but I'm, I, my hope for this podcast is that people can really, I mean, we're not giving out information. We're not whip, whipping out statistics, I mean, we might use some statistics, but it's not for educational purposes. It's more just to get people to think, really start thinking about what's going on in our world and just leaving a lot of stuff open-ended. I need educational purpose because I have a pop-up book associate degree. So we will have to break it down to me little by little. (laughs) But yeah, I totally get what you're saying, babe. Um, That makes sense. Um, Throughout this podcast, I'm going to have um, guest callers and have a guest host a few times. My buddy Greg Lucan, who's been a friend of mine since, man, seventh grade, white guy. But, you know, I thought that's my brother. You know, um, he never seen me as a black guy. His family never seen me as a black guy. Great, great, great people. Um, good friend of mine also, Doug Myers, grew up with him. I don't think I'll tell you too much about Doug, have I, babe? No, he's on your Facebook all the time. He has a lot of opinions. Yeah. I don't really know who he is. Doug's but... a good guy. <laughs> Doug is a great, great I'm sure he is. Guy. Doug is <laughs> man, I could talk I could talk so much about that family. They're they're great people. I mean, my goodness, man. Yeah, I mean, to this day I sit here and get kinda of teared up when I think about his dad. His dad passed away. Um just I can just talk about that family for on and on seriously, but um, yeah, there's so many um great I hate to say this, but it's alright to say there's great white people that's been in my life. You know, um, I grew up in like I said, Turho, Indiana, um, and it was a diverse area, but it was not too many blacks here. You know, and I um going to school, elementary, middle school, high school. I've always had white friends, you know. I had more white friends than black friends. And it's just because I, it was a, I'm a product of my environment, you know. It was just what we had there. And um, I kind of 
understand both. I've been made fun of a lot when I was younger because I had black people tell me I talk white. I talk proper. I dress white, etc. You know, because that's all I knew. But I never thought it was white, though. I just thought I was just dressing like, you know, you're in elementary. You want to dress like your friends. You know, you want to be cool. You know, you want to wear the um, the peg pant, the peg leg pants. And the, at the time, it was I think a Birkenstocks. Doc Martens didn't come out till I was in high school, but um, yeah, that was my upbringing. You know, there's so much I can dive into that, but I feel Amelia' upbringing was a little bit more interesting though, because her schooling. I never imagined seeing the same SOB from K to 12 in the same building. Well, not only did you see the same person, but you were in the same class with them. And when the bell rang, you all got up together and you moved to the next classroom. See, when you tell me stories like that, I think about a Chinese (laughs) fire drill. That's basically what it was like. The bell rang, you ran to the next class with the same people, and then you all sat down before the bell rang again. What the hell? So, hey, it's how we did it. So I guarantee you the smart kid in the class that people copy off of, he, I mean, he probably was the one that everybody, I mean, he, he goes class to class with you. So if you had a, a kid, you can like, maybe I'm going off topic because yeah, you need I'm, to. I'm telling too much about what I used to do. So I need to be quiet on that. But um, yeah, that's crazy. That's uh, how we did it. K through 12, 365 kids. Throughout the whole school. Absolutely. So my question is this, and so if you started from kindergarten and go to 12th grade, you're basically in. But if you're an outsider, let's say your family moved there. Oh, everyone talked about you. Yeah, let's say your family moved in third, fourth grade. Everyone talked about you. That kid had a hard time fitting in. Absolutely. So would would he be bullied or she, would she be bullied or just feel out of place? I'm sure they felt extremely out of place. Wow. I, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. You have any friends? That well, moved? you also have to remember that a lot of the kids that I went to school with, our parents went to school together, so we already knew each other. Right. Everybody knows everybody. So it just brings a different dynamic. Wow. That is sad. I mean. It's not sad. It's how I grew up. Well, yeah, no, but yeah, you know. And you know what? There's still a lot of kids that are going to school like that, and it works for them. Exactly. And that's the thing. It works for them. You know, I I don't think I've been able to make it in a small school because of the fact that I like options. It's like living in a small town. But you have to remember that what you don't know, you don't know. That is true. Which makes our conversations very interesting because we're able to bring those different perspectives of what you don't know, you don't know, and help educate each other on what that means. Okay, but you say you grew up in a small town. Like you say, you don't know, you don't know. But at the same time, you knew what was going on outside the world by TV, didn't you? Or, yeah, you lived in Friend. You weren't too far down the road from, what, Lincoln? So you kind of mm-hmm. knew their school system was maybe a little bit different than what you were accustomed to, right? Yeah, but when you're when you're in high school, are you really thinking about what other people's school systems are like? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Again, you don't know what you don't know. That's just how I went to school. That's what I knew. So how- I mean, we went and played basketball in Lincoln on the in the summers, and you know we were exposed to kids from different schools. But you never. I mean, at 16 years old, do you really sit down and go, "Hmm, I wonder if they all have class together?" Yeah, 
That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, speaking of that, piggyback off that, you say you go play um, sports against other kids, other schools. Yeah. Did any of the surrounding schools have black kids that came and played against you guys? Yes. Really? Yep. And that was the most exposure I had to different races in my high school career. So what would a coach or maybe not to throw anybody underneath the bus, but how were your teammates acting towards that opponent that was black or what would the coaches say or would they not say anything at all? Honestly, in the moment, I never had it. Nobody really ever said anything. So, like, while we were there, nobody said anything. But I remember in high school, people making racial slurs, like when we were all hanging out or, um, you know, not like it wasn't like we were at the basketball game and people were saying things And because we played in a Y League in the summers in Lincoln. But you said that your school, you had people at your school making the racial slurs. Oh, absolutely. There's and, people that I know today that I've heard make racial slurs. And what year was this when you were in school? Not to tell your age, but. It was 2013. No, seriously. <laughs> it was the late 90s. Okay, now think about it now. That was the late 90s. And now we are living in 2020. Yep. You think it's gotten better or has it gotten worse? I think it depends on what part of the United States you're in. No, I'm talking about directly at your school at I don't know I haven't been there well okay but did, given I would the, hope it's gotten better I would hope that people aren't making those comments anymore but are they absolutely I can think of instances that I've heard of of kids doing racially inappropriate things as in I would prefer not to say okay okay well I get what you're saying because I remember going to school back in um well, I graduated in 98, and I remember, I want to say 95, maybe my freshman year, and I think I may be telling this post on Facebook a while back, but I remember um, walking through the locker room. Our school was one level, which was crazy they built a school like that, but our school was one level, and you had to go, there's a side door out to the track, which will, you got to walk through the um a parking lot we used to call the industrial parking lot. I don't know the Hick parking lot. Where the hell? It's been so many years ago. I forgot. But I remember walking. Are you stereotyping the parking lot? Oh no 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 no! Trust me, it, that parking <laughs> lot had that name. Kid you not. You you heard one of my friends a couple nights ago that made that comment the same thing. He said, "Yeah, we call it the Hick lot." And he's a white guy that said that. Well. Anyway, the parking lot, I remember saying the damn cereal character. What's that? Coco Chris. The little damn brown bear. Somebody painted his ass black. Hung him on a damn rearview mirror by a shoestring. And I see another person actually, I see another vehicle that actually had a damn noose out of a rope. And I, I mean, it was not more than it was more than one car. It was like five, six vehicles. And you know, what's so sad is the fact that I know the individual to this day who cars that belong to. A few of them guys were on our football team. I remember saying that, and I remember saying something to the teacher, the gym teacher. 
nothing was done about it. Nothing was said. I know I was not the only one that seen it. My question is, do they not patrol the parking lot? That was only the year that actually happened. Because I remember a year before that, though, when I was in eighth grade, there used to be race rides that used to take place at my high school and kids used to get out early. I was excited for that. Not because I was going to fight, but no, no. I mean, no, I, I had no point race right. I was excited because I wouldn't get out half day so I can go to Shoney's and eat the buffet. You're ridiculous. I kid you not. That, that's another story. I'm going to talk about that, too. But, yeah. I was excited to get out of school. Yeah, you and Greg can tell all your dirty oh, stories man. about Shoney's sometime. Oh, man. Yeah, skipping school and eating. Oh, my goodness. That was good times, dude. But, um, but yeah. Um, I remember seeing that in a parking lot. And as I look back, it's like, wow. I can only imagine what our parents went through, or especially my parents, or, you know, what my parents went through. Or not even my parents, like, my ancestors went through. What I, what I seen, that was just, that was nothing. You know? But it was just smack in my face that told me, like, this is happening. But at the same time, I was too naive, like you said earlier, about, you know, figuring out what's going on at other high schools so i really didn't think too much about it though yeah but hopefully this gives people an opportunity to kind of speak up and tell their their side of a story and help us kind of talk about it so that i mean i think we see that going on in the world right now where people are speaking up they're making things happen um change is slow and especially something as a big as race the topic of race I mean, the change on that's going to be really slow, but we hope there is change. And I kind of hope I, my, my hope is that, um, just our little conver 30 minute conversations a couple of times a week really kind of help, help make that change. I kind of hope that it helps people think, like I said before, just kind of leaving things open and letting people kind of marinate in what, in what their thoughts are and their opinions are, and maybe kind of help bring out, you know, like if you have a, stereotype or a thought about somebody, maybe it'll help you kind of think about why you feel the way you do. Cause sometimes I think educating ourselves is <clears throat> the best way to make change. And so hopefully you and I can kind of just ramble through some conversations, but also may help make some of that change. Do you believe that everybody has a prejudice side to them? I, I think everybody has an opinion about certain people, and I think that's based on environment. I think it's based on how you're raised. I'm 100% believe that children are are not born racist, um, and I and I don't know that parents ever intentionally want to raise their children to have racism in their hearts. But I think sometimes, again, we don't know what we don't know, and you know, if our parents taught us something that's our normal, what's normal for other, for people, you know? And so I think, I mean, we all have stereotypes. We all have, you know, um, a thought about a certain person and and it's based on your experiences through life. And I think the best way to get through those or to at least understand them is to educate yourself. That's funny. You say that we all have stereotypes in life because just starting to show I stereotype you in regards to what is the difference in the foods we eat for holidays. And I talked about you like stuffing and all that. 
I love your dressing. I just never grew up with something. <laughs> Why got to be my dressing? Because you, know? you make your dressing and then you do the granny impersonation that I think everybody should get to experience. No, no, no. I ain't going to do that. That's too funny. Oh, man. But you're right. But here's the th- I hear what you're saying. And we can't paint a picture like everything's rosy. Oh, this, you know, everything's going to be happy. We just need to sit back and hug each other and say what kubaya and have apple pie and drink absolutely not but it is all of our responsibilities to educate ourselves to be aware and i think okay you say that if you refuse to do that i think that you're you're just choosing to be part of the problem but the problem is this though it's amongst both blacks and whites absolutely it is and like i told you a couple nights ago you have that oh white southern down in mississippi how about i throw this at you yeah how about we throw out the like just the thought of or the challenge of getting people to be aware of unconscious bias yeah i mean i think this new generation can you know like we talk about their, their absolutely to, yeah. but i don't think everybody's aware of what unconscious bias is so i think that would be my challenge to people so you want to explain of, what that? No, I want people to. I want people to have the energy and the ambition to figure that out and think about what that means for them. Okay, people. Hashtag unconscious bias. Once again, that's hashtag <laughs> unconscious bias. Me personally, I don't know what the hell the shit mean anyway. But I'm trying to figure out myself. I mean, I have an idea what it might mean. We all have a thought about somebody. We all have a thought about a certain race or ethnicity or even a culture or, I mean, even, I mean, you do it, white people, white families against white families, socioeconomic statuses. So I think that's a really great way of like, what are our bias? I have bias. Absolutely, I do. So what's your bias against black people? Just be, I mean, we're married, hell, you know, What's, I mean, seriously, what's your bias for black people? You know, I got probably about a hundred bias for white people. Um, let's. You know how we always sit back and talk. Look at your people drinking Mountain Dew, <laughs> climbing mountains. <laughs> See, look, we live over here in Tucson, Arizona. Quick, quick tidbit: Tucson, Arizona. You have sectors. You have um, the Cali, the foothills. You got San Bino Canyon. You got Tankway Verde. I can't pronounce half the damn names, but. We live in San Bino Canyon, not too far from the um, Catalina foothills. Yes, the shit is smoking right now. It's on fire. But we tried to drive up this mountain when we first moved here. <laughs> well, anybody know me, I'm afraid of heights. And I don't know too many black people that try to go real high in the air unless you're high or getting in the airplane. But we're going up the, the mountain, on the long side of the mountain. My hands are getting sweaty. Yeah, my hands are getting sweaty. I'm trying to play cool about it. I looked over at her like, you all right? She didn't say nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. So I asked her again, are you all right? I'm ready for her to say something. She's like, oh, my, my hands are getting sweaty. I'm like, yep, mine are too. We stopped. Stopped in the middle of the road. Remind you, there's no guardrail. We're going on side of mountain. I think we're elevation. It's like 10 to 12 or 15,000 feet. I don't know how high the damn thing is, but I know it's high. and I'm not getting that high unless I'm smoking a joint. But I am not going up there. I'm not doing it. I told that's what white people do. So you go ahead and go crack your can of Mountain Dew, <laughs> put your Copenhagen in, and ride your ass up on that hill. My black ass ain't doing it. 
and you're not taking my daughter up there. And you say your friend that's going to come out here. I don't want to mention her name, but if she, I mean, that you can do that. But um, she gonna come out here and visit you. Y'all can go and hop in your little car and drive up the hill, and you know, make sure your insurance policy is paid up. But that is unconscious bias right there. That's what I know. I am guilty of it. We all are. And that's okay. You know, like, hell. Well, I think unconscious bias, I think a really good example of that um, is if you're walking across the street and you see a black guy walking towards you, you you happen to cross the street just because you see that black guy walking towards you and you don't even realize that's why you're doing it. I would chase your ass. (laughs) That's what I would do. I mean, let's be real about it. When you're walking down the street, a lot of people do go the other way because they're like, oh, damn. Big black dude. Exactly. Abort mission. Abort mission. Exactly. It's like that all the time. Half the time, I remember last time I walked down the street, be honest with you. I mean, but let's be real about it. And I think, you know, I think there's things that, I mean, lessons that I've learned about going to stores with you and what that means but i mean we can get into that stuff later because that's yeah let's not talk about that um, but i think just being just helping just being more aware of how we feel and then um educating ourselves we've got to educate ourselves better um is racism ever going to go away no is bullying ever going to go away probably not um all the horrible things that we wish would go away going to go away. No. Um, but we, but we can definitely, definitely, definitely work to come together more, um, with people who, um, are willing to learn and willing to come together. And like I said earlier, it's not a matter of liking each other. We don't have to like each other, but we need to respect each other. And how, how do we get closer to that point? How do we make that happen? And, I mean, I, I watched these riots, um, and not even the riots, the riots were a whole different topic, but I look at these protests and that's what gives me hope because there's so many different races coming together and I don't know that history wise we've ever seen anything like this. And so I hope our conversations are able to kind of feed into that of bringing different people together because I know like you, like, especially now with everything that's going on in the police departments. I mean, I have, I have friends who are cops. Mm -hmm. I know you have friends that are cops. And, um, I think we can agree that 100% we don't believe in what's been happening to the police. I mean, there's been officers that have lost their lives now and it's so unfortunate that they're losing the life, their lives because of, um, choices that other officers made. But, um, I think that's where we kind of have to, I think, I think that's a great example of why things happen the way they do, because we're just putting everyone in the same basket and we've got to stop doing that. We have to stop putting all the black people in the same basket and all the white people and the brown people. And Well, I think I not take your um, storm. I mean, your thunder right now, but you're really on a row. I think you're saying that I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. But we have another group of people that like to throw the word politics into the fray. As when we try to get closer well, together, you have the Republicans and the Democrats, you know. But I think I think I've told you this before. You've got to take politics out of it. Um, but there's people that people people are going to believe the way they believe and they yes. think the way they think. But here's the thing: is I want here's another thought. 
that I have for people is how is it possible that I can sit down and have a conversation that has completely different view with somebody who has completely different views than me. And I can walk away from that conversation, not hating that person. That is where we have to open our minds that I mean, we have to educate ourselves on what this looks like. Um, I can sit down and have coffee with somebody who is completely different than me. And I don't walk away from that conversation angry or mad or hateful towards that person. I go away with all these thoughts. I mean, you'll see me take notes because there's things that I want to come back to and think about and research. And, and so I think it's just really important for us to figure out how we can just help get to that point of just, I want to know you better. Yes. That's the thing. I want to know you better. And how can I know you better if I can't get past my stereotypes and my judgments and my thoughts about you? And, and maybe those things are things that you were taught as a kid and that's okay. But as an adult, you are no longer under your parents' thumb. So you, I mean, unless you're living in their basement and they're paying your bills and doing all that. But I think you, I think you really, you still need to have your own opinion. You still need to have your own thought process. And I think we got to, I think we also need to get over hurting people's feelings. We're not going to hurt people's feelings. I have worked with so many different families from so many different cultures and the most amazing thing a family could have ever done for me mm-hmm. was tell me, Amelia, just ask us, ask us why we do what we do. Wow. Ask us. And I thought, that's powerful. Absolutely. And it was early in my career. And I thought, God, I'm sitting here reading all this stuff on the inform- on the internet and doing all this. And the answers are sitting in front of me. So I think we just got to really get to a point where we are comfortable with being uncomfortable. I love when you say that because there's <clears throat> that word right there. Hashtag. What was it? Comfortable with being uncomfortable. Hashtag comfortable with being uncomfortable. And a lot of us are scared. A lot of us are scared to put ourselves in a situation of asking the tough questions. You know, asking. Well, we don't like being uncomfortable. I mean, social media has given us the ultimate out to being uncomfortable. Yes. You can say whatever you want to say, and you don't have to look that person in the eye and say it. Keyboard warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not getting a hashtag either. Keyboard warrior. <laughs> I'm call you K-Dub. <laughs> K-Dubs. Yeah. So I think... Um, K-Dub. <laughs> I think we need to... <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> I think we need to get back to conversations yes 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 and we need to get back to realizing that people are real yes and that god we just gotta get we gotta get back to being human again and i don't know what that means because i i think there's been a lot of inhumane things that have happened through our entire history well i don't want to throw religion into it at this earliest stage because i'm you know I do believe in God. I'm sorry if anybody's... Don't ever apologize for that. Well, I'm just saying, if anybody turned off by that, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way. But I remember going to church with my captain back in um, at the McConnell unit. I worked at, at the prison. No, I was not in prison. I was a ranking officer. But, however, I remember there was this church sermon I went to. I remember the pastor 
saying. When things in your life is complicated, it's okay to go back to the beginning. Go back to where it all started. Mm. Take it back to the basics. And that stuck with me forever. That's in everything you do in life. Take it back to the basics. Take it back to the basics. That's from if you're married, if you're in an argument, if you're fighting over the littlest things or over the big things, take time out. Walk away from each other. Go back to the basics of what brought y'all together. Even though you might be in different rooms or y'all sitting side by side, pick up the phone. Call that person that's next to you. Trust me. That's taking it back to the basics. Go back to when you made that first phone call to your loved one, to your family, to your friends. It's all about taking it back to the basics. And I'm glad you brought that up, Amelia, because that that is true. We need to um, come together, do what's right, and just, 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 just be, just be a good human, you know, just be a good human. So, I don't know anything else you want to elaborate on that. Because that was pretty good. I mean, there's so much we can talk about on this. Um, no, I'm excited to see what people have to say about that on our Facebook page, which I think maybe it'd be helpful if people knew how to see that. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> the Facebook page is called being Frank. Now you will see a picture in a grand theft auto format. It's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. It's cartoon character. What <laughs> they call it? Pop art. Yeah. Credit go out to my buddy, Brian Zachary Stallings. B. Stones, um, he did a little touch up to it, made it look right. Um, it, it was it was excellent, you know. I mean, that's another guy. I can't wait to get on the show. Who has some pretty good views on life um, as growing up a, as a black man in Indiana. Um, he's a friend of the family, so get him on the show. We're looking to grow with this, you know. This is your platform. This is what this is all about. This is your platform to speak up. Like my wife mentioned earlier, just bring people together to talk, to bring, un, what was that again? Hashtag un- unconscious bias. Yeah. Hashtag unconscious bias. Bring us together and talk and, <laughs> and just discuss the topics that's hard to talk about. I think one thing we want to make sure that we point out too, as we're wrapping up, because I'm pretty sure we're getting pretty close to our time being done, um, is I think we need to remind everybody that this is a very open platform. Yes. We yes, are. Yes very open to hearing people's opinions Um, and your opinion is your opinion, but we ask that you be respectful with your opinion um, and professional with your opinion. Um, We don't ask, we don't want people attacking each other. We don't want people going for the throat. Basically we just want, we want to hear what people have to say. We want to hear why you feel the way you do about certain topics so that we can elaborate on that and have that conversation. And you never know, you might put something on our Facebook page where we're like, you know what? We want to talk about that next time. And so we might just have an open conversation about how you and I, you and I feel about it um, just to kind of open that dialogue for people, but also to, I think my hope for this is to really help people see what it's like to have a conversation and have different opinions, but to respectfully have those conversations and be able to walk away, not feeling icky towards that person. 
So I guess that's my biggest hope for this babe is that I really hope that we're able to open up that dialogue because I feel like you and I do a really, really great job about of doing that. And even if we don't agree, we do a really nice job of saying, you know what, I need to talk to you more about this. And I want to know why, why you feel the way you do. Um, and just not getting angry about it, just really having that conversation. So I think that's my biggest hope. And I'm excited to read what people have to put on the Facebook page to help with the conversation since this is just a kind of short blip of part of it, our week. Um, but I really hope that we're able to be part of that change that's going on in our world right now. So I couldn't say it any better. I couldn't say it any better. So as we wrap it up, this was our first semi what podcast we just did. Um, the intro about us and hey, stay tuned. Check us out on Facebook at Ben Frank now. That is Ben B E I N G Frank now. Thank you, guys. I'm Frank. I'm Amelia. And till next time, take care of each other. Take care of each other. Live right. Do the right things. And hey, it's for everybody. Love you guys. You have a good night. Just play right now.